Thank you for listening today on Podcast with Pastor Larry. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Feel free to check us out at podcastwithpastorlarry.com. In just a moment, Pastor Larry will be teaching us a constant truth from God's Word to help us in this always changing world. You can always find more teaching with Pastor Larry at Freedom Ministries through our Facebook page at Freedom in Virginia or on our YouTube channel at Freedom Church for, that's the number four, others. That would be Freedom Church for others. Now, let's get to learning the Bible to live the Bible with Pastor Larry. Hey folks, this is Pastor Larry from Freedom Ministries. Hope that you're doing well today. It is Tuesday, May the 3rd. Guess what's coming this weekend? Mother's Day. So to all you moms, if you've had a mom, which all of you have, um, we just want to say happy Mother's Day early to all of you. And uh, so thankful for moms and so thankful for their influence and um, for what God's word says about women and uh, moms and uh, just giving them such favor and blessings and encouragement. And uh, so to all you moms, again, happy Mother's Day. If you're plugging in right now through Facebook Live, go ahead and like, share, and comment. Would love to hear from you. Maybe you have a prayer request you'd like to share. That'd be awesome. Would love to pray for you and with you. If you're listening to the most up, uh, recent uploaded podcast through podcast with pastorlary.com, Thanks for giving an ear and listening into that. Um, we're so glad that you've joined this. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to that or wherever you get your podcast from. Let's just jump right into the Bible study. We are continuing to learn growing a deeper faith and a closer relationship with God. Right now, in this study, we are looking into God's formula, the ingredients, um, the, the formula for spiritual growth. That's what we're looking at. We're, we're looking at the things that come together and that bring together spiritual growth in our lives. You do know that spiritual growth does not come automatically just because you put your faith and trust in Jesus. Not every Christian is a disciple of Christ. A disciple is a student, a pupil, a learner, if you would. And sometimes people will make the statement, well, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Well, not if you aren't actually doing what Jesus has commanded us to do and desires that we do and tells us to do. And if we're not obeying his word, if we don't look like Jesus, and I mean in his way of life and how he talks and not just in appearance, okay, then maybe we need to step back and make sure that we truly are a disciple of Christ. A disciple is someone who is desiring to grow. And my heart and prayer is that for you, that is exactly what you are hungering for. This is what you desire, that you desire to Yes, learn God's word, and then you live God's word. So where are we getting some of this from? Well, our context for this portion of the Bible study has come from James 
James, the book of James, near the end of your Bible, James chapter 1. Let's review what James has to say about this formula. In James chapter 1, we're going to read verses 21, 22, 23, 24, and 25. So you follow along. If you're on Facebook, this will actually be on the screen for you or your uh, listening, your uh, device, your smartphone, or your maybe your computer or whatever it is that you're watching this on. If you're listening to this on the podcast, then you just listen to these verses, and here we go. James says, therefore, lay aside all filthiness and remaining wickedness and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save, deliver, rescue your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man viewing his natural face in the mirror, and he views himself and goes his way and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But whoever looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man will be blessed in his deeds. What we're learning from James is the simple formula, and it's this. Can I remind you? Maybe you remember this if you've listened to the last studies or you've listened to the last podcast. Do you remember it? It is instruction, which is learning. We're receiving what is taught. So instruction plus what? Involvement. That's the doing. So instruction plus doing involvement equals spiritual growth. That is the formula. James mentions two types of hearers in James chapter 1, which we just uh, looked at. There are two types of hearers. The first one is, as James refers to the hearers, is the careless hearer the careless hearer. Remember, the careless hearer is easily deceived, which means this is a person who hears, but he does not receive it. In other words, he does not apply it, which means he's not, he or she is not rooted and grounded in God's word. So therefore, they can be easily led astray Yes, even by people who have good speech and maybe what they're saying sounds palatable, maybe it sounds good, maybe even it was encouraging. However, it hasn't helped you grow closer to the Lord. You aren't really learning more about you and God's purpose and design for you, so you become kind of aimlessly wandering in your spiritual life. This is a person who is careless in their hearing. The second one that we learned about, someone who is easily distracted. Yes, they're letting everything else get in the way of them learning God's word, spending time in God's word, studying God's word, being in Bible studies, being around other believers. 
being around the things that will spiritually influence their life, and so they're easily distracted. Listen, we all have things in our life that get in the way. We're all busy. We all have things, life in general, that take priority. That is true. However, when we do not make the Word of God a priority for our life, then we're going to be easily distracted running to every ball game, running to every gymnastic, and there's nothing wrong with those events, running to every event, or here's one, and we don't like to mention this, but it's true, every church event, and yet thinking that just because we're in the place that we are going to get, by osmosis, I guess, spiritually mature. No, You can be at every church event that a church religion has to offer. That doesn't make you a spiritually mature or committed, faithful, growing disciple of Christ. No, you can be even distracted by being busy for the Lord, but lose spiritual growth because you yourself are not spending time alone with God. And that is so important. The third careless hearer that James mentioned is the one that is often idle. What do I mean by that? One who hears doesn't necessarily understand it or put anything that they have heard into practice. You know, I've said this before, but reading the Bible is like a paint can. What is in the paint can is only as good as what you apply it. So that would be great that there's blemishes on the wall and you see it or maybe scuff marks. It's just dated. It just needs refreshing. And you go get the paint, but then you never open the can and apply it. God's word, if I could draw the analogy here, is we must open God's word get in God's word, let it get into us, and apply it. Remember, James said, not just a hearer of the word, but a doer. Let me give you the second type of hearer that James refers to in James chapter 1, and that is the careful hearer. Yes, we've mentioned the careless hearer, but what about the careful hearer? Here is where we want to be. The careful here is someone who is, now check this out, is intentional. That's right. The careful here is intentional. What does that mean? Well, James said, this is a person who is concentrating on what they hear. You've heard the phrase, right? And I mentioned it before, Someone who kind of lets one thing go in one ear and out the other ear, right? We've all done that. If you have kids or maybe grandkids and boy, they're chatting or playing or making a lot of noise or wanting your attention and sometimes we tune them out. When my kids were little and they were talking to daddy, they would say, daddy, 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 and talk, talk, talk. And sometimes I would like go into the zone and they would come and put their hands on my face and kind of 
focus me to their face and get like nose to nose and say, Daddy, are you listening? And honestly, I'd have to, I'd have to say, no, I have no idea what you were saying. And they would be frustrated and rightfully so. God wants us to listen and be a hearer on purpose. So we've got to focus on what we are hearing. I've got to give intentional listening to what is before me. We're intentional about our hearing. We want to hear it, right? But we also want to apply what we're hearing. And so we actively engage our memory to what we hear. Why? I don't want to leave where I'm at in the Bible or what I'm studying and forget it as soon as I finish. Like someone who leaves a church service and they go to lunch and they can talk about how good the service was or they love the music. And yet maybe they can't even quote the song that was sung or the name of it or even worse, remember what came from God's word. Now, if there was no content and if there was no Bible given, well, there's probably a reason why you can't remember. But if the word of God is being taught, we can't always blame maybe the speaker. We as listeners have to take responsibility, and that is pay attention. So it's easy for us to even be in a service or even through a podcast like this or a Facebook live Bible study and be listening and watching, and then 30 seconds after it's over, not really remember what we heard. So I would say be a careful hearer and be intentional, focused on your hearing. The second type of careful hearer is the one who abides by what is heard and learned. Here is something very important for us to kind of lean in on and get. The careful hearer is one who attaches importance to God's word. For instance, what is God speaking to me about specifically in my life? Not always pointing out in the lives of others. We like to do that. Boy, so-and-so needs to hear this. So-and-so needs this. Boy, my wife, my husband, my kids, my whoever. No, God is wanting to actually talk to you as well. And so when we abide by what is heard and learned, we are given importance. God is speaking. And he is speaking through his word. And he is speaking to you and I personally. And We know what we've heard is truth, right? We believe that. So if it is truth, then we should be eagerly seeking ways to express that truth. Truth never changes. It's something that is always consistent. And so if God's word is truth, and it is, then we should be actively seeking to apply that truth in every error area of our life. We not only want to know what is right, okay, so we hear it. I, I don't want to just know, and you shouldn't just want to know what is right. 
you ought to want to do what is right in God's eyes, right? We ought to want to do what is right. And this is what I mean about the careful hearer. We hear and we're listening, but we are looking for ways that God is speaking to us personally about the areas of growth that you and I need. Let me give you a couple of verses from God's word when we talk about the truth of it, abiding in it, and really applying what we learn. Matthew says this in Matthew 13, verses 13 and 14. Therefore, Jesus said, I speak in parables because they look, but they do not see. And they listen, but they do not hear, neither do they understand. In them, speaking of parables, is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which said, by hearing, you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing, you will see and not perceive. What is God saying to us? It's not just important. It's not just enough for you to hear and listen. You've got to be actively seeking, right? Ways to apply what you just heard and learned. Matthew goes on in Matthew 13, verses 15 and 16, and says this, For this people's heart has grown dull. Their ears have become hard of hearing, and they have closed their eyes, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts. Here it is. And turn, and I should heal them. Then he ends with verse 16, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. So when we see God's word and when we hear God's word, there should be a response. And that is where the application comes in. We take what we heard. We take what we've learned. We take what we've seen in God's word. And now we apply it. And God says, That is the person who grows and changes and actually is blessed. Let me give you another verse. It comes from John, the gospel writer, John, in John 14, verses 23 and 24. Jesus answered him and said, if a man loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him and I will come to him and I will make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. The word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. This is God's holy word that we're talking about. and So therefore, we should obey it. And Jesus said, if you love me, you obey the word, right? We obey God's word. And that is so important that we keep the Lord's word. How about this verse? Jesus said in John 13, 17, if you know these things, blessed are you if you, check this out, do them. Let me repeat that. If you know these things, do you know them? Have you learned anything from God's word? God said, blessed are you if you, he didn't just say here, 
Actually, he used the word do. Blessed are you if you do them. You know, it's one thing to hear, isn't it? It's an entirely different thing to do. And that is why James is giving us the formula of instruction plus doing equals spiritual growth. It is good that you learn. It is good that you come acquainted with God's word. It is good that you are getting God's word in you and you are studying and reading your Bible every day. Great. But there must come a point where you start applying God's worth, God's word. Let me give you a thought here about this. And it's simply recalling the truth of God's work and his word to your mind. This is something that all of us need to do frequently. What is that? Recalling God's work and his word to our mind. This is another great aspect and key to instruction and helping our memory. To be truly instructed, we yes, we must perceive, comprehend, and understand and apply what we hear, but we must choose to remember what we just learned. We must actively choose and put things in practice to recall what we were just taught. Time and time again through the scriptures as you go through them, you'll see the nation of Israel, the Israelites, were brought to a place of remembrance. They were brought to a place of reminding themselves of God's deeds, his works, and the truth of God's word to them. Often they were forgetting how good God had been to them, and they had forgotten what he had said. We can be just like that in our life, our busyness, the things that we are just entangled in and with in this life, jobs, family, responsibilities, all of those things. And all of those things are important. But your spiritual life and growth must take a priority. It's important to recall the truth of God's word to our mind and be led to a place of renewal so we cannot only recall God's works and his word, but it helps us to trust the Lord more, especially when we get to times of discouragement in our life, times where we feel alone, times where we feel distant and detached. And these are good in our life and even help us to stay in a heart and place of repentance because we can easily drift and get away from the truth of God's word. I want to give you this statement before we end today, and it's this, and I really want you to listen to this as I close. The more we recall God's work in our lives and bring back to our remembrance of God's word to our hearts, so his work and his word to our hearts and minds, the stronger we grow in faith. And here's the thing, the more eager we are to respond to God's direction in our lives. 
This is a key ingredient to spiritual growth. Application. Doing. Remembering God's goodness. Hasn't God been good to you? He has, and he's never failed you. He has never forgotten you. He has promised to never forsake you. He has been good. He's been loving. He's been merciful. He's been faithful. He's been kind. He's been just. He's been long-suffering. He's been patient. All of these things. Why? He cannot do anything. He can't be anything else but those. Yes. Has he been corrective? Yes. Has he disciplined us at times? You bet. Any good, loving father, parent would do that for their children. And so, therefore, it's good for us to look back and remember God's work and his word. We must never, ever forget the goodness of God or his promises to us. There are some things. When we talk about recalling the truth of God's work and his word to our minds, there are some things that we can do to actively learn and keep this alive in our lives. Yes, there is some practical things that you and I can do to make sure that we are keeping this formula of instruction plus doing equaling spiritual growth in our lives. Well, what are they? Next time, if you'll join me, we're going to look at a couple of things that are going to help us stay on point and actually achieve spiritual growth if you apply them in your life. And so thanks for joining me today. Thanks for being a part of this Facebook Live right here and uh, through this broadcast at noon. Or you are listening in on the podcast with me maybe through podcastwithpastorlarry.com or wherever you're getting your podcast from. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Invite someone with you. And let's join in together on Thursday or whenever this is convenient for you to learn and grow deeper in our faith and in a closer relationship with God. Well, until next time, God bless you. You are loved and you are prayed for. Take care. Thanks for joining us today for Podcast with Pastor Larry. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Connect with Pastor Larry at podcastwithpastorlarry.com to hear weekly biblical teaching. You can always find more teaching of Pastor Larry at Freedom Ministries through our Facebook page at Freedom in Virginia or on our YouTube channel at Freedom Church for, that's the number for others. That would be Freedom Church for others. This is a listener-supported podcast. Feel free to partner with us to further our reach of the gospel to the world. If you feel led to give, please log on to PastorLarry.org. Again, thanks for connecting to Podcast with Pastor Larry.